0: OLED TVs, which offer the best visual experience, have long been luxury items for folks. But prices are coming down to the point where you might actually want to consider one. I'm Roger Chang. This is Jay Daily Charge. Here to break down all of the details on OLED TVs is David Katzmeyer back for yet a second day. Welcome, David. Hey, Roger, it's been a minute. <laughs> so before we dive into recommendations, can you just give me a quick breakdown of what an OLED TV is and how it differs from your usual big screen TV?
1: So OLED stands for organic light emitting diode. It's a completely different display technology. The basic difference between that and an LCD TV, which is about 95% of the TVs out there, is that each individual pixel on a 4K TV, that's you know 8 million are uh, self-illuminated on an OLED TV. So just think of them as, as 8 million little individual light bulbs. And they can turn on and off. They can change color individually to create the picture. On an LCD TV, they aren't individually lit. They're actually backlit by a bunch of LEDs. And those can you know be pretty precise, but you're not going to match nearly that precision uh, that you would on an OLED TV. So that's the major difference.
0: Got it. And, and traditionally, how much more are OLED TVs over your standard LCD?
1: So you'll pay, you know, a 30 to 50 to 100% premium. You know, they could be twice as much, even more for the same screen size. So I'll give you an example. LG just rolled out their 2021 uh, pricing on their OLED TVs that LG makes everybody's OLED panels. They sell to a lot of manufacturers, but they're, they're kind of like the, the first name in OLED. And their cheapest OLED TV ever is now $1,300 for the 55 inch size. So you can get a really good 55 inch LCD for say, you know, $700, 600 um, So, you know, it's almost twice as much. Um, and then, of course, at 65 inches, similar Delta, when you get to really big TVs like 77, 75 inch, uh, OLEDs are even more expensive in proportion. So you're paying them in.
0: Yeah, it's an interesting dynamic there because OLED prices seem to escalate much faster as the TV size gets bigger and bigger, right? And nowadays, I feel like even a 65, 70 inch TV is not... You know, out of the realm of possibility for folks, but but OLED really makes that makes that calculation a lot more complicated, right?
1: Yeah, so I'll just look at the pricing again. Uh, the cheapest seventy seven inch twenty twenty one. OLED TV is thirty eight hundred dollars, and that's their mainstream price. Now that's going to come down, of course. Uh, maybe even like thousand uh, dollars. That would be extreme, but it'll come down quite a bit by the holidays. But to give you an example, a seventy five inch, again, very good LCD TV, you can get for fifteen eighteen hundred dollars. So you know, it's it's thousands more uh, if you want to you know pay for an OLED at that larger screen size.
0: And how how have the prices been in terms of the you know, increasing affordability of these things. How how fast have they fallen over the years? And and do you see that accelerating over time?
1: So it's been a slow roll, Roger. Um, we I've been reviewing all the TVs for, what, five, six years now since they first really hit the mainstream. And it's it's been you know incrementally maybe a hundred dollars here, two hundred dollars there every year. Sometimes it doesn't go down at all. Um, this year we had that thirteen hundred dollar fifty five inch from LG. I think that was caused by a similarly priced uh, OLED TV from Vizio. So that's been the issue: is lack of competition. Um, right now in the U.S., there's only really three names that make uh, OLED TVs uh, that put their brands on it. There's LG, Vizio, and Sony. Again, LG Display makes all of the panels for all those guys so that's where there's there's less competition than there is in the lcd space where you have a bunch of different panel manufacturers a bunch of different names selling models and of course that contributes to a higher price
0: and uh, you mentioned vizio i mean uh, is do they make the most affordable Ola tv out there right now or what 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 is sort of like the absolute bottom or is it that lgtv you referenced
1: so by and large, Vizio is cheaper. So it's not quite apples to apples. So that this is a twenty twenty Vizio OLED right now is about twelve hundred dollars for the fifty five inch. That's you know hundred dollars cheaper than the LG. That LG TV isn't out yet. I I think that I think that they rolled out this entry level model called the A one, which is shipping in June. That thirteen hundred dollar fifty five incher. That guy, I think, was pretty much in direct response to Vizio and, you know, again, Vizio entering the market, having, you know, these lower price TVs. Sony, as you might expect, is a lot more expensive. You know, they're a few hundred dollars more starting off than LG in general. So, you know, LG wants to maintain uh, its dominance and, you know, it, it has to compete on price. Reluctantly, I think with with Vizio. So, you know, we'll see if if other manufacturers uh, enter that space, which would be you know even more interesting. But nothing, no no real news yet.
0: Got it. And and, yeah, there's uh, I mean, there's some rumors about Samsung potentially buying some panels from LG Display. How would that shake things up if Samsung got into the game? Because I know right now they've got QLED TVs, right? And um, there's some debate about the quality of those versus OLED, but well how would Samsung getting this business to kind of shake things up?
1: So big picture Samsung is the 800 pound gorilla of televisions. I think they last time I checked they sell like 40% of the TVs worldwide, you know, their their market share is gigantic. They sell up and down uh, the spectrum, but at the high end their their QLED TVs are generally pretty expensive uh, for you know the some of them are more expensive than OLEDs. Um, so if they got into the game, they could really shake things up. The other backstory is that Samsung and LG are really directly competitors, both large Korean companies. Um, you know they they go at it in the TV space and elsewhere. But you know if Samsung decides to buy a bunch of OLED panels uh, from LG, they'll sell them. I think they'll be more expensive than you know uh, the typical LG. I think. As long as LG itself controls the panel manufacturing, you'd think uh, they'd be, this is just guessing. They'd be able to control the pricing uh, and sell as much as or as little as they want to competitors like Samsung. So that's always going to be there for as long as you know this particular technology is dominated by LG
0: Display. And I don't think you break that down a little bit. Like, why is it that only LG is able to make these things? Is it just do they have like the certain patents, or like how how is it they control the supply?
1: So I'm not a, a patent expert or a manufacturing expert, Roger, but the way I understand it is back in the day, they they kind of... Uh got a monopoly on this particular type of L- large screen OLED manufacturing called WRGB. Now, without getting too into the weeds, it utilizes an extra white pixel that, you know, makes the panels easier to manufacture. So back in the day, we heard about yields, the fact that when you make 100 uh, OLED TV screens of a large size, you know, a certain unacceptable percentage of them would fail and they wouldn't be able to sell them. So LG has conquered that problem, that manufacturing problem and upped its yields and no other manufacturer able to do that. Samsung itself uh, you know, almost a decade ago, rolled out a large screen OLED TV that it was making itself. And I don't know if you know this, but Samsung makes the majority of these small uh, screens for OLED phones, iPhones, Samsung, everybody else that has an OLED a phone screen, generally the Samsung. So you know, they they probably could if they wanted to really invest um, Samsung in large screen OLED manufacture, but instead they've you know decided to invest elsewhere. There's rumors of them having. You know, another you know, second or third generation technology using OLED panels in Korea. They're also doing micro LED, yada yada. yada. So right now, Samsung or LG has this kind of dominance um, of the of the manufacturing, and they they've done it by having patents and also you know being very early and aggressive in their setting up their factories and stuff.
0: And ultimately, I mean, given your your expert eye, how noticeable is the visual upgrade, uh, and is it just something that you know, an expert like you would notice, or is this something that like me, I'm not particularly visually savvy or savvier than anyone else. Would this be something that I'd see a huge upgrade over my standard LCD TV?
1: So I'll go back to phones. A lot of people have experience there where, you know, you you got your, your iPhone 10 or whatever. And you're like, wow, this, this actually looks better. Some people said it did. Some people didn't notice, you know, the improvement when iPhone made the switch, it's higher in phones to OLED, but it's there. And when it's on a large TV, it's 55 inches 65 inches 75 inches a lot more noticeable so yeah i'm an expert but i would say among all the things that i review it is the the biggest difference and people that have bought the tvs taken them home and that i've recommended to go yeah you know i i notice a difference of course there's that whole i just spent you know extra money on an oled so you know how much of that is psychosomatic but i still feel we're very confident telling people you know what TVs last a long time, save up the extra couple of hundred dollars if you have the patience. And if you, you know, feel like you're the kind of person that's going to appreciate that image quality, worst case scenario, go into a store, maybe if you can, I guess you can't now, but, you know, find a way to look at an OLED TV in person before you discount it as being too expensive.
0: Got it. And lastly, when is the best time to buy an OLED TV? And does it differ from just generally the best time to buy a TV?
1: So the best time to buy any TV OLED or otherwise is the holiday season. You know, big surprise there. Uh, the TV prices follow this cycle. You know, they're announced at CES in January. The TV starts shipping springish, uh, springish, now-ish. And then, you know, they fall a tiny bit in the summer. And then throughout uh, the, the fall uh, and winter season, they just keep going down. So, you know, it's Black Friday historically has been the, the time when you see the lowest prices around Black Friday a couple of weeks before. Usually LG announces their price drops um, on their OLED TVs. Uh, you know, that's basically been the same for years. So, you know, if you can wait, do because it's the same TV, you know, they're not going to get that much better next year. You know, it's, it's the TV technology is, is, is very similar, especially for OLED. So, you know, again, it's worth waiting till that fall, uh, you know, price drop uh, before you before you pull the trigger.
0: Great. Well, David, thanks for your time. You can check out all of our TV coverage on CNET.com. If you have any questions, hit us up on Twitter at The Daily Charge or sign up for direct text messages from me by heading to cnet.co slash Daily Charge. And if you liked what you heard, please rate and subscribe to the podcast. It really helps us out. The Daily Charge. I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening.